Constellation. 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 I looked at myself and I thought, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an intentional space that uplifts BIPOC and LGBTQ plus voices and spirituality while delving into the reality and magic of spiritual practices to provide a grounded insight to all things woo-woo. I'm your host, Nike Oria, an empowerment mentor and creative intuitive that helps humans unleash the fear warrior within, propelling them to live their most authentic life. Welcome. I don't need no one, I'm independent on my own. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike, and I'm excited about this topic. As always, it's always relevant to my life, and it comes out from observations or conversations I've had with people. And today we're going to talk about the key to manifesting money. Now, this is the first time since I've done the podcast solo that I have put money in the title. I think actually out of all our episodes, we only have one episode with the word money in the title. And I have briefly touched upon money in a couple episodes, um, but specifically probably in the healing scarcity mindset into abundance episode, manifesting abundance with rap music, and probably you can do both. so out of the, all the episodes that I have recorded this month, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of them in total, I've talked about it, it briefly in an episode three times. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I got a comment, feedback, observation, I guess, of someone who was saying that I was really triggering their money mindset. And at first they were like uncomfortable with it. And they were even a little triggered by me and had a little bit of animosity towards me. But apparently with the last episode, like something clicked for them and they just went to further have a conversation and understanding, which I was so happy to do so. I usually do trigger people. So as long as someone's respectful and coming from a place of wanting to learn and understand and see a perspective, I'm all for having these really important conversations. Um, but we talked about money and um, money mindset and the emphasis of money in spirituality or lack of emphasis of money in spirituality. Um, So from this person's perspective, um, lately in spirituality, they've been seeing a lot of emphasis on manifesting money and they were triggered by thinking it was taking away from like what spirituality is supposed to be, which I could definitely understand. And something that I countered back with was, well, what is spirituality (laughs) what do you think spirituality is supposed to be because spirituality is different for so many of us I think some people are stuck in the bubble of white spirituality um in in the western society and they're starting to see like a division and separation within the white bubble however 
there's always been divisions in spiritualities. If you've been intersecting your spiritualities and looking at it holistically um, with other spiritualities and other races who engage in spiritual practices, especially that descend from their ancestral lineage. So I've always seen a division in the spiritual community um, also because I believe that anyone can be spiritual. So even if you're in a religion, you can also be spiritual. And so I think that bubble is starting to burst a little bit and people are starting to see things in a more intersected, inclusive way. And our idea of oneness is starting to shift. So my idea of spirituality might be different from the next person. However, if they have it intersected, their realities and what spirituality is and how it's represented, they might feel like it's a bit of a culture shock right now. <laughs> with everything that's going on with like now social justice starting to be really integrated in spirituality and people either taking note of that and going with it and supporting or like wanting to ignore it and bypass it and quote unquote ascend it whatever is your path boo whatever is your path but in terms of money I think what is really interesting when I was having this conversation and pondering about it afterwards is I think money, it's clear, it's one of the biggest energy exchanges that we have in our society today, in the spiritual community and outside of the spiritual community. Um, I think it's even more normalized in the spiritual community to, to pursue things that yield more money as a proper energy exchange than outside the spiritual community because we still have um, jobs and careers where it's obvious that people aren't getting a clear energy exchange. And in the spiritual community with a lot of more like solo based spiritual businesses and opportunities, the energy exchange seems like bigger. And there is a lot of emphasis on like charging your worth, making six, seven figures, et cetera, et cetera. But I think what's curious about money as an energy exchange is also if people are using money in an abundance interchangeably. To me, what money means and abundance means is completely different. And I think in healing a scarcity mindset into abundance in that episode, I wasn't really even thinking about money so much. I may have like used that as an example, but I think I also use different other examples too that we don't we don't usually think about when we think about abundance. And I think it's all about the connotations of words, right? Just like in my manifesting abundance with rap music, even that episode, I think I talked about money. I um, definitely tapped into it, but I tapped into other forms of abundance as well. And I think it's also understanding like what does abundance mean to you and how important is money within that abundance? If you are trying to have a better money mindset um, or you're trying to heal your scarcity mindsets, money may have a huge part of that because again, it's a huge energy exchange that we use in our society today. And so it's also a part of programming why I bring this up is like specifically we are, we're going to just get into money and talk about money and abundance but money within abundance so I think yes there is a huge emphasis on money and spiritual 
social media um, because that's something that really attracts people. <laughs> a lot of people, business coaches, intuitives will tell you that people come to them for help on wealth, health, and love life. And that's 100% true. In my goddess readings, usually all the topics stem from that. In my hey here readings, oh, by the way, I got a coupon call for hey here. Use pretty intuitive for hey here to get, I think it's 20% off your hey here reading. Um, but I get that's like one of the most questions is either wealth or love life. And I think just humans naturally, or not naturally, maybe it's more so because of like the social contracts that we are and how we have given money such a huge energy exchange. Since because we are navigating with that, people naturally like perk up when they hear money and not necessarily in a positive way or a negative way, but just like something is just like triggered within. And so for some people, it's just like, oh, okay, money. They have like a better relationship with it. And some people like really dislike it. It's just dependent on your like your relationship with money and sometimes it bleeds into our perceptions of other people so like I'll be the first to say I grew up financially privileged um I didn't really have to think about money when I was growing up when I got older I got more independent and I was not as financially privileged um but I didn't have to deal with like any inner child trauma when it came to money I definitely did deal with like not having enough money, working a lot, not having enough to sustain myself, um, that stuff, fear-based things about money. And I just have noticed this year has been a year that I've been really, really invited in not only my money and my spiritual business and the money that I'm able to manifest but just holistically abundant abundant and really authentic collaborations and and sustaining those collaborations also abundant and opportunities that are presented to myself um like summits retreats um events things like that I don't necessarily have to exchange like money in order to receive abundant in connections that I'm making with people that there was no money exchange abundant in the relationships I'm building in my personal life and like those getting more abundant like stronger deeper connections so to me abundance is holistic and it doesn't only factor in money and money is actually a smaller portion of it because um growing up I always had money I mean it wasn't my money it was my parents money but I didn't always have like those other things like authentic connections collaborations even abundance of confidence um self-understanding things like that so those are huge parts of abundance mindset as well. It's just not having a lot of money in your bank account. And I think if you want to manifest more money in your life, it's actually thinking less about money and thinking more about the other aspects of abundance in your life, which is really hard if you are in the space where money is strained and the relationship with money is strained.
because you are thinking about money, especially as a way to survive. And so then it's harder to like disengage with it and just allow it to like flow in because we do have to think about that. We do have to think about the trauma that we're healing and like the reality that we're in at the present moment when it comes to money too. And so even just thinking about the feelings and opportunities and freedom, and again, the abundant the abundance holistically can kind of change our relationship when it comes to money and not centering it in abundance. So just like how this podcast strives to center BIPOC and LGBTQIA voices, your abundance can center something as well. And if it's centering money, then you're giving more energy to that, right? And that could be good or bad, but I feel like if you're trying to call it in, and this is also just my philosophy in general when it comes to just manifesting, especially as someone who really works with the divine feminine, it's like flowing it in, but not having a huge attachment to it or giving it so much power over yourself. I also think something that came up in the prompting that I had with a listener is that judgments about money and materialism can be a huge block for people especially when you're you're judging other people for it um I'm a Taurus (laughs) I probably said that so many times and like one of the I guess traits that Tauruses need to work on or could work on well, I don't even know if it's like a bad trait. I think because like Tauruses are known for being very loyal and like setting boundaries, but also being stubborn and materialistic, right? Like you could look at stubbornness and you could look at it. It could be a good, it could be an asset and it could be like a downfall. I think materialism could be the same. However, materialism is looked so down upon and this is what materialism is. I looked at the definition and it's a tendency to consider material positions and physical comfort as more important than spiritual values. And I'll be the first to say, I don't think I'm like that at all. If I was, then I wouldn't be doing this work. And I wouldn't be a teacher <laughs> for sure. Um, but do I like materials? Do I like money? Do I like stuff? Absolutely, I do. And I've noticed that, especially in the spiritual community, when I'm doing well in my business, I get the most judgment um, about money, if I'm talking about money, if I have stuff. And it's really interesting because no one can truly know how much money I have. Like it's, I don't post my bank statements online and also no one can truly know how much stuff I have unless like they know me. And I even think my friends would probably say like, maybe I have some stuff, but I, I, I doubt they would say like, I'm a hoarder or anything like that. Um, I grew up with a parent who likes to get rid of stuff. And so I even do that ever so often and even like my stuff now for the most part is a lot in storage but in my like the space I'm in now is mostly like my business stuff so 
anyway, I've gotten judgments in the past couple months, especially when it comes to how much money I have and how much stuff I have from people who are either close internet friends or were close internet friends or people who just see me on the internet. And it's like, that's more, I think this is more of a reflection of themselves and the judgment that they have about how much money someone does or does not have. Um, because you could really never truly know unless like you're a part of that person's like consistent everyday life and they're willing to be vulnerable with you and showing you like the amount of stuff and money they do have. You truly don't know. And I think sometimes we interpret success or happiness or joy or comfortability or confidence that someone has with how much money they have that's not necessarily a correlation. I feel like sometimes maybe there's a causation and I definitely could see that with manifesting. If like you're more certain about yourself and confident about yourself, you're able to manifest easier and that could include money. But also someone might just be confident and sure of themselves, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they have money or they have an abundance of money or even like I mentioned earlier in the podcast is like we all have different ideas of like what is a lot of money and what is abundance and so I think if we focus more on the energy we want to feel the freedom we want to feel and the emotions and the opportunities that we want to receive that's how we'll be able to manifest more money, but also just more abundance in general. Because even I'm not too concerned about dollar dollar bills, right? Like if I can manifest a trip to, I don't know, Dubai, that doesn't mean that someone has to physically give me the dollar bills in order for me to feel like I manifested that trip. I could win a sweepstakes. I don't know. I could know a family friend who actually happens to have an extra ticket to something and like, it's like free, whatever. Those are also just as justifiable as manifesting, right? Or it could just be a feeling. Maybe I'm associating traveling with freedom. And if I'm able to create that and manifest it in my everyday life in other ways, I'm tapping to that energy. I'm tapping to that emotion, that feeling. And then I'm able to replicate it easier in my everyday. So I think as someone who has manifested bigger sums of money obviously I like I have intentions about money I'm calling in and I have an idea but ultimately I did let them go this year is the most year that I've been able to manifest scholarships and grants for myself and like I did the work right I made sure I had the grades my GPA was high I made sure that I did the applications and I looked for the scholarships and I took those opportunities so first step in manifesting, um, in this process anyway, is I was able to receive a plethora of opportunities to get these scholarships. So I think I applied to like 22 scholarships. Then because I was presented with that opportunity an abundance of opportunity, um, that tapped into my abundance mindset, I was already tapping into that energy. I felt really grateful 
and I felt really abundant because I had those opportunities presented to me. Um, the way that I even got those opportunities was by working really hard and having a really high GPA and being eligible for those for those scholarships. And before someone says, maybe it's because you're black, not at all. None of them were race-based scholarships. In fact, white women benefit the most from affirmative action, including in scholarships. So, and that's also white presenting women. <sighs> the closer we are to white supremacy, the more abundant an opportunity we are actually presented with as well. So that's something to consider too. But um, I worked hard for my GPA. I had these scholarship opportunities. So I was tapped into my abundance and my gratitude too, which really helps fuel your abundance. And then I, t I did the work and I was lucky that I had an abundance of time and motivation and energy to apply to all these scholarships. And then out of them, I think I got three and then I got a grant. And that's how I got physical money. However, even that money, like I'm not able to like just put it in my bank account and use it for something else. Like I wouldn't be able to use that money and invest in other things. The money is allocated for like my education and my living. And it's very, it's very centered towards that. But I will say I was centering me manifesting this money for my education and for my school. That's where my intentions were. And then once I was able to tap in, do the work that I need to do, I just let it go. I didn't hear about these scholarships until months later. I remember the grant that I applied for, I applied in July and I didn't get something until this February. So like, it takes a long time. It's something you call in and I wasn't energetically stressing myself out and also physically and mentally stressing myself out thinking about it and putting so much weight onto it I was I did the work I need to do and when I knew it was time to let go I let go and then I allowed that stuff to flow back in and again if you're still working your scarcity mindset and your money mindset it's very hard to do these things I am lucky that I was able to work on my scarcity mindset and money mindset before this year and have those opportunities. I had abundance of healing. And so I say all of this to say that even the way that we manifest and we think that our manifestations are going to come through, especially with money, isn't like guaranteeing like cash in the bag. Here you go. That's how you manifest money. And our judgment when it comes to money and judging other people for the money that they're calling in and the materialism that we think they're presenting can really block us from our own abundance, especially if we are comparing our abundance to other people. Because again, the way that we call in our abundance is so individualized and the things that we value in, in abundance is really individualized. Right now, what I value my abundance is an abundance of energy and motivation that's what really fuels me right now that's what I center a lot of my manifestations and intentions and the things that I write on my vision board as like motivation and energy motivation to do this podcast and feel really inspired every day to to record and to make 
content and to go to my podcast meetings and to go on Clubhouse and make new connection, motivation to do that fuels my abundance. And I know that I'm putting in that work and then I probably will yield success and abundance from that. Same with school, motivation to do the work, to stay up late, do my papers, do my research papers, do my go to office hours, all that stuff, motivation. And I am going to yield success and and now a, a pay increase because I'm getting my master's and my master's going to yield that money. So when we center money into our abundance, there's only so much we can go, especially if that's a source of trauma. But when we center a feeling, an emotion, an opportunity, and freedom within our abundance, that is how we can manifest more abundance and eventually or adjacent more money. So it really isn't about the money. If you get triggered by money or it's like a distasteful thing for you, I totally understand. We also have different relationships with money. And it's even understanding that that can really help your own relationship. Like not everyone wants to manifest $5,000. That's 100% okay. I would never judge someone for wanting more or less of that because it's all about what makes sense for you and your journey and what feels in alignment. And so especially when we take away this judgment and perception about how much money someone does and does not have, it just like takes away the pressure of like how we're seeing money in our own lives. I do think, yes, if you focus on money, then chances are it's going to be hard to call more of that in, just like any other manifestation that we have. So yeah, but now I scheduled in my my self-care today. Today for my self-care, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do some deadlifts and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to make um, some dumpling soup. So that's my self-care today, but I like literally schedule it in. And so I have 15 minutes to get ready to go to the gym. But yes, thank you so much for connecting with me and having this conversation. And to the person who reached out, thank you so much for prompting this this conversation and understanding. I never really vocalized it out loud to other people or to myself. This is just the way I always felt, but hopefully someone else also resonates with this and it makes sense. <laughs> um, I also want to remind you that I'm doing a giveaway. So if you leave a rating and review on iTunes and then you send me the screenshots on my email or your DMs, then you'll be entered to a mystery bundle giveaway that I'm doing from my jewelry crystal shop. It's a great and fun thing. So you can check out my website if you want to see the type of stuff I offer. But yes, that's a part of the giveaway. Okay, so thank you so much. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and co-creating in this intentional space. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Special thanks to Color for allowing us to use this I Am Remix on the podcast.